Hi everyone and welcome to episode 9 of the Kids Story Room. Today's story is a little bit different from the ones we've been posting. It's a longer story than usual and so I'm going to post it in episodes so that it's a good length for little ears. The story is called The Tale of Shaggles and Petruchio and it's a story about the friendship between a dog and a yabby set on a little farm by the sea. There'll be eight episodes all up of this story. Here is episode one. The Tale of Shaggles and Petruchio by Anastine. There was once a man who decided to move away from the city. Everything in amongst the tall grey buildings felt too busy and fast. So he moved to a little farm near the sea. The man loved his farm. His house sat on top of a hill, and at the bottom of the hill was a little creek running its curly, crooked way down to the sea. The creek was lined with tall, straggly gum trees that were home to many noisy birds. The water in the creek was crystal clear, and you could see the colours of the smooth pebbles at the bottom. And if you sat on the bank and watched quietly, you could see lots of big fish and little fish swimming by. When the man first moved to this farm, he would sit by the creek and watch the fish flittering past. He would walk alongside the creek and admire the whispering gum trees and listen to the birds singing in the branches. In the mornings and evenings, he would sit quietly on his veranda with a steaming mug of tea and his dog, Shaggles, watching the birds pecking about on the green paddocks and kangaroos nibbling the grasses. Some days he would walk with Shaggles all the way along the edge of the creek to where it flowed out to sea. Then they'd walk along the beach, playing digi-dodge with the waves, before walking home alongside the clear stream. Shaggles sometimes chased the birds that lived by the creek, but he never harmed them, and they'd take off, then turn and laugh at Shaggles before landing on the other side of the creek, just out of his reach. Shaggles loved the freedom of living on the farm. It was much more fun than the cramped apartment they had lived in back in the city. His master let Shaggles run wherever he pleased, and Shaggles had wasted no time in making friends with everyone he could find. He'd made friends with all the birds, even though he liked to chase them. The birds weren't scared of him at all, and some of them would tease him by swooping down from their branches and landing on his nose for a brief moment, before springing off and retreating back to the trees. Every time they did this, it made Shaggle sneeze, and his sneezing sent the birds into fits of raucous laughter. He was also friends with the horse who lived on the farm next door, and every morning he would see how many times he could run between the horse's legs before he woke up. He was friends with the kangaroos, and at sunset, which was their favourite time of day, he would wander amongst them giving tail-wagging lessons. These lessons proved rather difficult, as kangaroos find it very hard to wag their tails. But it didn't stop Shaggles trying to teach them, or the ruse trying to learn. Shaggles was even friends with the fish in the creek. When he bounded down to the edge and stuck his nose in to have a drink of the delicious pure water, the fish would gather round and take it in turns to nibble his nose. Shaggles and his master were living a very happy life on their new farm and Shaggles thought that things were perfect. The man was content too, but he had been used to being so busy in the city and felt that he always needed to be doing something. One day, on his way back from the shops, the man saw a big, 
for sale sign leaning up against a huge shiny green tractor. He stopped to have a closer look. The sign read, For sale, shiny green tractor, great for digging dams. The man walked around the tractor. It was very shiny and very green. He decided he liked it a lot and would like to buy it. As the farmer drove his new tractor up his driveway, he admired the lovely creek, the beautiful gum trees, all the chirruping birds and the lush green paddocks. What a wonderful place this is that I live in, he said to himself, and gave Shaggles an extra good pat because he was so happy. Shaggles was happy too. He wasn't exactly sure what the big shiny green tractor was for, and he didn't know what a dam was, having come from the city, but he was happy because his master was happy, and that meant he got more pats and an extra large bone that evening. As the sun set beyond the creek, and the last of the day's light scribbled itself through the trees and twinkled away on the creek surface, the man sat on his veranda with a steaming mug of tea and admired his new tractor, which he had parked right in front of the house. He looked out over his property and wondered where it would be best to dig his dam. Down towards the creek, there was a little valley between two sloping hills. There were often lots of birds that liked to peck about in that valley, including a great big pelican that came there every morning and every night. The man loved watching the pelican dib and dab and waddle around alongside the creek. Perhaps she might love a dam to swim on, thought the man, forgetting for the moment that the creek was just there. The next morning, as soon as the sun was up, shining its warm golden light on the land, the man hopped into his shiny green tractor and drove it down to the valley by the creek. Shaggles bounded along behind him, taking a detour here and there to say hello to a bird or three along the way. The man wasted no time when he got to the spot he had chosen for the dam. He was so excited, he revved up the engine, ploughed the giant shovel into the thick brown earth and started digging and digging and digging. He went round and round in circles for hours, scooping up great shovelfuls of earth and then driving them away and dumping them around the edge of a big oval-shaped area he had marked out. Shaggles watched for a while, alternatively sitting on the edge of the dam's border or yapping energetically at the tractor's enormous wheels. After what seemed like hours, the man went back up to the house and came back with a long piece of pipe, which he ran from the creek to the edge of the great hole he had built. Then he started digging again to settle the pipe into the side of the dam. Shaggles was tired of watching his owner digging, so he bounded away down to the creek to have a chat with the fish. It was mainly Brim that lived in the creek. Brim were the sort of fish that liked fresh water, but they didn't mind salt water either, and every now and then they'd swim downstream and adventure out to sea. Shaggles had got to know four of the Brim by name. There was Julep, a young male fish about one year old. He loved bob-lopping, talking a lot in fish language, all day long. He bob-lopped when no one was listening, but he didn't mind. He'd just keep on and on bob-lopping. Then there was Flugia, who was six years old and very smart for a brim. She only bob-lopped when she had something important to say. Flugia was Julep's sister, and she was always rolling her eyes at his noisy ways. Palala and Gluglee were Julep and Flugia's mum and dad. 
Palala was 19, which for a brim is pretty old, and Glugli was 25, which is old as old as old, and meant he had been around in that river for as long as any other river creature could ever remember. Some of the other families of Brim called him Neptune, after the god of the sea, because he was so old and wise. Palala and Glugli were happy and friendly fish, and they were often apologising to Shaggles for Julep's teasing behaviour. Every time Shaggles stuck his head in the river to say hello, Julep would suck onto his nose and make him sneeze into the water. Shaggles didn't really mind. He liked Julep's funny goings-on. But Palala and Glugli insisted on apologising anyway. It's our lineage, yes, it's our lineage. Brim is supposed to be polite. Fish is always polite, we're supposed to be, and Julep is always so naughty, terribly, naughty, terribly sorry, Shaggles. Palala and Glugli bob-lobbed together. That's another thing about fish language. It's very rare for a brim to speak on its own. They like to speak over and under and all around one another, and sometimes it's a real puzzle to try and work out what they're trying to say. I don't mind at all, Shaggles would reply. I was naughty too when I was only one. That afternoon when Shaggles went down to the creek, Julep, Flugia, Palala and Glugli were nowhere to be seen. Shaggles stuck his head in the water upstream and down, searching and calling out, but they simply weren't anywhere. A big and proud pelican was dabbing around in the shallow water at the edge of the creek, peering down her enormous beak in the water for potential snacks. Excuse me, Plop, Shaggles called to the pelican. Shaggles knew her very well. She lived by the creek and in the valley where his master was digging, and sometimes she was known to eat a fish or two. Plop, you haven't accidentally eaten Julep and his family, have you? I do beg your pardon, retorted Plop, and extended her neck up high to its full length which was actually quite long for a pelican. I am not a greedy bird, Shaggles, and I would not eat a whole family of fish all at once. Nor would I eat your friends, Shaggles, because I know that would make you sad. And I do not want you to be sad, because you are my friend. Plop brought her neck down from its great height and haughtily picked her way out of the water and onto the bank on the far side of the creek. Oh, Plop, I'm sorry called out Shaggles. I didn't mean to offend you. It's just that I, I can't find them anywhere. I've looked up the creek and down the creek and they're nowhere to be seen. Shaggles flopped down dejectedly on his side of the creek, crossed his paws one over the other and laid his head on top of them with a big sigh. Plop peered down her beak at him and decided to feel sorry for him instead of being angry. She knew Shaggles hadn't meant to be rude. He was just worried about his friends. Well, you wait there, Shaggles, Plop said, and I'll have a bit of a fly around and see if I can see them from the air. They'll be easy to spot from up high. They always stick together. You keep an eye out down here. And Plop spread her great white and black wings and took off up into the air, her big beak wobbling a bit from side to side as she went. Shaggles watched her go feeling very lucky to have such a good friend. We hope that you enjoyed the first episode of The Tale of Shaggles and Petruchio. We're going to try and upload more than once a week for this story, just so you don't lose touch with the goings-on of Shaggles and Petruchio. 
Petruchio, who you haven't even met yet in the story, but he's coming in episode two. So fingers crossed we'll get episode two up on Sunday. Till then, bye. Bye.